Hi, everyone, and welcome to week eight predictions for the gridiron. Uh, my name is Nooney, and I will be jumping into this week's matchups. Um, and like every uh, week of predictions, kind of, we like to do some type of theme, uh, even though week seven predictions was something very weird and we're not used to. Uh, we're going to get back on track with the normal, and uh, this year's, uh, sorry, this week's predictions, um, in light of being at Halloween, um, we are going to be doing our predictions based on different types of candy um, and what the outcomes of those are. So uh, I'm not going to get into it too much. Um, we're just going to jump right in. Uh, first matchup we are going to preview is the Pushovers versus G Nation. So this is Zane versus Gibson. Um, really quick. So quarterback advantage. Uh, Zane is going to be getting back Josh Allen. Um, and Gibby is riding the hot hand of Tom Brady. Uh, I think it's going to be close, but I'm going to give uh, the advantage here to Zane just slightly. Um, the wide receiver advantage uh, would be Zane, um, but without Devontae Adams out due to COVID, uh, his wide receiver group takes a pretty big hit. Um, Gibby, on the other hand, gets Deontay Johnson back. And with uh, Chris Godwin, I think he gets the upper hand for wide receivers. Uh, running backs, uh, Gibby has two studs, um, and he gets both of them back with Jin, Zeke, and Aaron Jones. Um, but Zane has the alpha of running backs uh, now, which is Derrick Henry, who is going against a pretty good indie defense. So I'm going to actually give this one actually to Gibson, though, um, just because uh, Zane is riding with Sony Michelle as his second RB. And then um, last matchup is uh, tight ends. Gibby has Kelsey, who's just not kind of becoming, or actually all of Kansas City's not what they were uh, these last couple of weeks. But um, since Mark Andrews for Zane is on by, he needs to pick up a tight end this week. And currently that spot is unknown uh, as I'm doing the predictions. So with that being said, Gibby is going to take the advantage. Um, so this match reminds me of the peanut butter, um, not peanut butter, sorry, the peanut M&Ms versus the Milky Way dark chocolate. So Zane's team is the peanut M&Ms, which is usually a solid choice. However, sometimes you get a piece without the actual peanut inside, uh, which is like him missing Devante Adams from the lineup. And Gibby is the dark chocolate Milky Way. Because it hits or miss with if people like the flavor, um, just like his team this season. But he gets a smoothie richness this week, and I think Gibby will, with all of his unluckiness this season, gets the W, 115-98. to 98. Okay, next one is Armor Hot Dogs versus uh, Beat TBTD, or I Beat TBTD 21. Um, so this is TJ versus Rishi. Um Sorry, it gets a little confusing when everyone changes their, uh, you know, team name. I have to take a quick step back and look. So, um, so for quarterbacks, uh, I think it's pretty equal with Dak going against a bad Minnesota Vikings defense, and Herbert's actually Rishi gets Herbert back, and I think after their embarrassment um, before the bye last week, um, I think they're going. I think the Chargers in general are going to do very well. So I um, no advantage for quarterbacks. 
wide receiver. Uh, with Rishi actually getting back uh, Jerry Judy, his wide receivers are basically all number ones with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and um, Judy. Um, and he's going against McLaurin, Cooks, and Waddle, all who have, at the moment, bad quarterbacks throwing to them. So this advantage is going to Rishi. For running backs, um, TJ has Derrick Williams and Najee Harris uh, are easily more superior than Javante and Melvin Gordon that Rishi is carrying. Just in the mindset, based on the number of opportunities, they don't have to compete against with one another. So uh, with that being said, uh, TJ gets the advantage here. And then for tight end, Jared Cook has more upside and opportunity than Mo Cox. Um, only because uh, you know, I think the I think the indie team is still trying to figure out what their offense is. I know they're primarily all running now, but uh, with that being said, I'm going to slightly give it to Rishi in regards to the tight end matchup. So, what candy matchup is this? This reminds me of the Hershey's Cookies and Cream versus Fun Dip. Um, so, TJ's team is the Hershey's Cookies and Cream. Because like TJ, Hershey's took a stab at mixing like two flavors together. And just like joint co-owners, it's so far a big hit. Uh, Rishi's team is Fun Dip. Basically, it doesn't matter what color you try. It's the same flavor. Which is his team, the Chargers and the Broncos. Two teams, nothing more, nothing less. Um, but with that being said, after a dismal last week, and I appreciate Rishi for getting the lowest... Uh, points total so far, um, taking me off the hook. Um, Rishi gets most of his players back from the bye. Um, so Rishi sneaks past TJ and wins this one, 108-101. to 101. All right, next one. Strawn with the Wind versus the Stunners. So this is the show versus Toby. Um, so Kyler is playing Thursday Night Football versus Green Bay's defense, and I think, uh, I think the Cardinals are legit. I think... Uh, he's going to want, actually all of them are going to want to put on a show um, so and show that they are the best team in the NFL. Um, so he get, easily gets the advantage today against Teddy Bridgewater, who Toby had to pick up because Lamar is on his bye week. So advantage is show. Wide receivers, AJ Brown, Cooper Cup, Chase Claypool are all coming back to form. AJ had a good game last week, and Cooper is going against Minnesota's defense, which is a favorable matchup. Hopkins has been solid for Toby the past three weeks, catching multiple touchdowns. However, he is playing with a possible injury, and it is unknown if he's going to be playing Thursday night. Um, and since there are so many pass-catching options in Arizona, the target share is just going down uh, for Hopkins. Woods is good, but always in the shadow of Cooper Cup. And Tim Patrick's targets are likely going to go down with the emergence of Jerry Judy coming back into the lineup for the Broncos. So I am giving the advantage of wideouts to Ashok. Running backs. So Jonathan Taylor is probably the RB1 if you include the last couple of weeks. He's been, like, amazing. Uh, he's going against a bad run defense in Tennessee, although still don't know how they dominated KC last week. But uh, that was only one game. we got to see it over a couple of weeks to see if Tennessee's defense is legit. But I think Indy knows their identity, and finally giving the ball to uh, Jonathan Taylor is their, you know, the bread and butter. Uh, Toby gets Saquon back in a favorable matchup, too, against the bad Kansas City defense. Um, the only bad part is he's coming off an injury, so not sure how much they're going to ease him into the game. 
The other running backs uh, is, is Herbert for Toby and uh, Elijah. Oh, sorry, Elijah Mitchell for um, Ashok. And they're kind of like a same. I'm gonna put them in the same category, so that's a wash. Um, I give the advantage to Jonathan Taylor and Ashok's team. And then finally for tight ends, uh, Kyle Pitts is more of a wide receiver than a tight end. Um, you know, this is like the first cheat code when we first started fantasy, I think, um, where, uh, you know, Jimmy Graham was on the Saints and he played, he was listed as a tight end, but he basically played, did wide receiver routes. Uh, that's kind of how I feel what Kyle Pitts is now for Atlanta. Um, and I think he might even be the first option with Ridley taking a backseat to the second option. Toby has Schultz, Dalton Schultz, which is good, but uh, advantage here is a show. So, uh, this matchup reminds me of Carmelo's versus the Hershey's Milk Chocolate Bar. So, Ashok is the Carmelo candy. It's hard to find in the candy aisle, but when you get it, it's a nice, silky, smooth finish that you just want more of. Which starts with his quarterback and wide receiver crew. Um, Toby got the standard milk chocolate bar. On paper, very good, and does a trick for certain things like s'mores and things like that. But sometimes you want something else in it to give it that um, that, that the little up factor, that it factor. And without Lamar this week, that's where we are at. Ashok wins this one, 125 to 106. All right, uh, next matchup. Hashtag free Reshma versus scary emoji. This is Litwin versus Amar. Uh, quarterbacks going to go equal on this one. Stafford is playing a bad Houston team, and Mahomes is playing the Giants. I would give the slight advantage to Mahomes if I had to pick, just because I think the Rams are going to dominate the Texans in the run game this week and won't need to pass as much. Uh, for wide receivers, Andrew has Ridley, who has been a disappointment thus far, but showing some signs of life, and Thielen, who went off last week. Sutton should get the targets and some relief with Judy coming back, so that should help. Uh, Mar has Diggs coming off a bye and the new hotness in Jamar Chase, who are playing the Jets. Um, he's also got the old hotness in OBJ, who I think is no good anymore, or at least this season after coming off that injury, so I'm going to give the advantage to Litwin. Running backs, uh, Kamara and Robinson are workhorses, and Amar is looking like this is his strongest position this week. Although Kamara is playing a tough Tampa Bay defense, which has good run, um, which is good on the run. Uh, Kamara is more like a wideout for the Saints offense, um, so I don't think that's going to be that much of a factor. Andrew has Cook, who should be featured against Dallas matchup, and Chase Edmonds, who's been all right. But um, with the workload, I think Amar has the advantage here. Tight ends, uh, Goddard versus Hunter Henry. I think this is a wash only because both are similar. Although Goddard is getting more targets, but from a terrible quarterback in Jalen Hurts. And Hunter Henry gets a few targets, but seems to catch a touchdown in the past three weeks straight. So, slight lean towards Amar. This matchup between the three, this matchup, candy matchup actually, is between the Three Musketeers versus the Crunch Bar. Uh, Litwin's team uh, is the Three Musketeers. They are, they all have players who have good and bad weeks, and like the Musketeers, they are usually the last candy you end up eating in your candy bag, but when you do try them, you're like, surprisingly, uh, that it's not as bad as you thought. Amar's team, on the other hand, is the Crunch Bar, another staple in the candy aisle, 
with the hints of those Rice Krispies that put it above the regular milk, you know, the milk chocolate bar. Those Krispies for him are Mahomes, Camara, and Jamar Chase. And Amar takes this one barely 122 to 120. All right. Next, we have uh, Nooney Tunes, myself, versus uh, uh, hashtag Team Nardo, which is Austin. So for quarterback, cousin uh, Austin has Cousins, uh, which I think is going to have a great game against the Dallas passing attack. Um, Joe Burrow, for me, balled out last week, but I doubt that the Bengals are going to need that much from him this week against a depleted Jets team. So I'm going to give the advantage here to Austin. For wide receivers, uh, Hill has been up and down, uh, you know, and he's injured, a little injury, injured right now. And Mike Evans just had a dominant performance against the Bears last week. I don't think that happens again, but who knows? Um, Higgins has been okay, but is taking a backseat to Jamar Chase now for the Bengals. Um, I have Allen Robinson, who is probably the biggest bust in the draft um, and then my bright spots is uh, Cordell Par- Patterson um, and my recent trade for Emmanuel Sanders as a boomer bust. Uh, I'll stick with consistency here, and I think Austin takes the advantage with the wide receivers. Running backs, uh, between the emergence of Dem- Damian Harris and Antonio, and with Antonio Gibson likely to be needed against the Denver team, both should get good work this week. Um, Austin picked up uh, Kenneth Gainwell since Sanders will likely be out and should be good um, good for Philly, you know, against a bad Lions team. Singletary is also looking to be the lead back, but not too many opportunities in the past Happy Bills offense. I think I take the advantage here for running backs. And then for tight ends, Zach Ertz is getting traded. Zach Ertz getting traded to a good team um, like Arizona uh, only helped his value. Um, so... And then Austin recently just made a trade to get Hawkinson from Detroit. Uh, so far, Hawkinson has been a disappointment, um, and I think the trend continues, and I take the advantage for the tight end spot. Um, this matchup reminds me of the Skittles, the, the plain red Skittles um, bag versus uh, the plain M&Ms. So just regular chocolate M&Ms. Uh, so my team, uh, Nooney Tunes, is the bag of Skittles. Uh, not sure what flavor you're going to get when you reach in, but besides the red and the purple ones that taste good, the green, orange, and yellow are just subpar like his team. Inconsistent and underperforming. Austin um, are the chocolate M&Ms. Doesn't actually matter what color that is on the outside, even though they may look different, they all taste the same and are consistent, which is Austin's team. Consistent players that don't discriminate based on color, just like Austin. All right, and the final one is uh, the matchup we kind of all are looking for, uh, looking forward to is NPM 2FL versus TBTD 21, which is Kiran and Nardo. So this is the matchup we are basically everyone has circled and watching. Uh, it's our number one in the league, which is Kiran at the moment, versus number two, which is Nardo. And probably whoever wins this is going to obviously be number one in the league and probably might push them forward in Kamish power rankings um, for the weeks to come. But more importantly, it's for bragging rights. So for quarterbacks, um, Kiran has Jalen Hurts, who is bad, like really bad as an NFL quarterback. 
Uh, but he is great for fantasy. And I think he has been a top 12 quarterback throughout the past, you know, through the seven weeks. And that's probably because of his running. Nardo does get a tough matchup, and it got even worse with no Devontae Adams or Alan Lazard for Aaron Rodgers to throw to. So I got to give this advantage to Kieran for quarterbacks. Wide receivers. Um, Lamb, Jefferson um, are playing each other in this week, and it should be a shootout game for Nardo. Both should put should put up solid numbers. Metcalf, on the other hand, doesn't have an upside like he used to since Russ isn't throwing out there, throwing to him. And it looks like Seattle might just want to run the ball more to keep it out of Geno Smith's hands. Um, Kieran has uh, DJ Moore and Debo Samuel, who have been really good and solid for him, especially in the first couple of weeks. But now um, Sam Darnold is not that great and becoming his old ways, seeing ghosts on the field, and Debo isn't getting is going against a, you know, a pretty good Bears defense, who I believe Kyle Shanahan, just like before, would want to run if he could. Uh, his rock star is Cooper Cup, who is the number one wide receiver in fantasy and should see great numbers. So, But even with all that, I'm going to give the advantage, advantage here to Naran. Running backs, Swift and Eckler for Renardo will be good. Both will get their target shares in the passing game as well and look like Swift is becoming more of the lead back. Mixon and Connor for Kieran is also favorable. Mixon is limited after his injury, and somehow James Connor is just getting touchdowns in the red zone and stealing them away from Chase Edmonds. Uh, I think Nardo still has the upper hand, though, so I'm going to give the advantage here to Naran. And then tight ends. Uh, Gasicki is also being treated as a wide receiver in Miami and looks to have a good connection with Tua. Nardo's tight end spot, just like the start of the season is his weakest position. And with Judy coming back, I think Fant loses more target share. So advantage here will be uh, towards uh, Gasicki, which would be Kieran. So uh, finally, I saved the best of the top teams for last. So that means that with that, I picked the two top candies that I enjoy eating the most, which are Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and Kit Kats. So... Nardo's team is the Reese's Cup. Just the perfect combination, blend, and ratio of chocolate and peanut butter. Smooth and rich. Tastes great. Can't mess it up. Kieran's team is the Kit Kat. Also a very good good blend of chocolate with the wafer in the middle. Gives a nice crunch, just like his wide receiver core. This one was hard, but I am going to go with the most consistent and top-selling candy in the U.S., which is and will likely always be the peanut butter cup. So I think um, even though this one's close, I'm going, and I think a few of the big plays from key players, but I think Nardo ends up taking this one and will claim his throne as number one in the league. Nardo wins 128 to 119. All right. And with that, I am done with my predictions. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, Best of luck to week eight and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.